I don't have uh, one of these in these episode intros um, for these TPs. Uh, I see you saw the name TP, and uh, let me explain to you what a TP is. A TP stands for Thought Portals, which is this new segment of Portals to Terra. They're quicker episodes. Um, they're solo. I just talk. I just you know spill out my thoughts. And also, I can record them wherever. However, on my phone, just quick, fast romans for you. I'm even recording this one right now on the tank. Like, I'm even recording this one right now on the toilet. I swear to God. Look. Wait. It's coming. It's a heavy one. What did I eat? What the fuck did this is like reverse anal sex? Honestly, I'm like, what's coming out of my ass right now is the size of Mandingo's dick. So it's kind of I kind of like I empathize with Asa Akira right now. Those guys have a very difficult job. Um. They keep saying coal miners have the most difficult job, but I think it's porn stars who do. Oh, okay, Kima. I think it's porn stars who do um, DP. I think they have the most dif- difficult job. It's way harder than coal miners. Honestly, coal miners do not get fucked in the ass. Anytime you thought that um, your job is difficult, any 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 time at your job you were having a burnout, you were like, oh, this is so hard. Just Think to yourself, no one's fucking you in the ass. So it can't be that hard. Um, so these thought portals are going to be quick portals where I just talk about some topic, which usually the topic will be in the title. So today's topic is liver king and insecurities and daddy issues and uh, cultism in general, The how... how Daddy issues lead to cults and lead to insecurities and then lead to cults. And we're seeing a lot of them. We're seeing uh, Jordan Peterson. We're seeing Ben Shapiro. We're seeing a lot of these pseudo-intellectuals. But let's, let's start from the beginning. Liver King, if you don't know who he was, Google him. He was this, this huge jacked guy with a beard who was advocating a primal lifestyle. He had these nine tenets. And, and which is like how our ancestors lived. And his ba- basic shtick was like, he was like one of these hippies that he was like, he ate raw liver and like a Rocky Balboa style, uh, Balboa, what was his name? Rocky Balboa? Balboa, you know which one, you know Rocky, you know, you know Adrian, Adrian, you know, Rocky. Balboa style, he eat raw eggs basically. You crack him raw eggs and, uh, and you drink him. And um, so he, he basically, he said that his, his children had, had some uh, medical problem, autoimmune disorder, and this lifestyle. Uh, but basically, Jordan Peterson's shtick is the same thing, because Michaela Peterson had an autoimmune. Maybe there's some truth to it. We don't know. Anyways, but here's what I'm, I'm not getting into the science shit. Because you know what's the difference between me and Liver King? I, don't, I, I admit when I don't know shit. 
And I am saying anything on this podcast, just thoughts. I'm on a tin can. I'm on a toilet. Like as I'm, I'm shitting right now. You know what I mean? I'm shitting um, anally into the toilet and verbally and orally into the microphone. So don't take any of it with all of it with a grain of salt. But Liver King, he was advocating this lifestyle, and obviously it's this guy with this huge body, and and he's like. Our ancestors lived like this, like, you know, like well, all that, all that bullshit with a pinch of toxic masculinity, like men were made to protect and, you know, whatever. And, uh, but, you know, this whole idea of men were made to protect in itself implies an enemy and the paranoia because everybody, anybody who attacks thinks the first person who attacks, there's always the first person who attacks in any war, in any situation of violence and offense. There's an offender, first offender. And then the other one attacks back and you attack and they attack and you attack and they attack. And But the question is, who? what was what motivated the first dude? I mean, we kind of empathize with the second attack and then the, the answer to the answer to the answer. But... That the first dude, who was that first? Because all of us can ca- be caught in the trap of if the offense against us is, is harsh. And there is, oh, everybody's got a fucking limit. We've learned that. I've learned that especially recently. You've got a fucking limit. And the, the limit, it, you, they, you reach, you know, the offender, the offender is uh, it's stepping boundaries so much. And it's taking so much from you and attacking you and harming you in such a way that you need to stand up and attack back. I was bullied at school. So I know, I know this, that if you're, if you don't attack and let them, it's like prison, let them know what's up. You do. They're going to, you're going to be attacked. So, but the question is who started this? Who's that in any school, in any society, in any, you know, uh, group, who is the first attacker? I think a guy with daddy issues. Now, here's why. Because if you're attacking, you need to think the first attacker must have be so sure that if I don't attack, the other person is going to attack. So you're you're sure. And, and there's a little bit of paranoia there. Um, I don't know if you've watched House of Dragon, but like in House of Dragon, you see uh, Alison Hightower. She and the, the Greens in general are so paranoid with the idea that if Rhaenyra sits the throne, she will have to kill all of her kids because they would be a threat to her um, lineage. Now, that is not that I don't think is true from my knowledge of, of the character Rhaenyra, both from the books or whatever, which all of them turn out to be vicious. Anyways, um, I was about to go through towards minor spoilers, but I won't. I promise you, this podcast is spoiler free. Um, but this paranoia was so strong that it basically compelled her to to start the attack. And uh, by the way, a parenthesis here: I'm not going to edit these these ones. So I got to be more careful. Oh, I may, might even have to edit some, but I'll try not to edit them. It's just. You're talking, yeah. But anyways, so back to Liver King. This idea of a man has to protect. 
From what, from first and foremost, what, what's going to happen? What is going to happen? You know what I mean? What's the attack? What's the um? And so that's that's I think the the first person who started this. Again, shout out to Watchmen because I think it illustrates this a lot, especially with the Black Freighter story uh, within story that. The first offender is, is a paranoid person who is so afraid of the enemy that attacks. And, and that's what the Black Freighter story, but in, in Watchmen it, in itself, it's portraying United States with so um, paranoid with USSR that um, and communism rising in the 80s and stuff that it's kind of punching itself in the balls. And, uh, and we all reach like mutually assured destruction and all that. But... Um, in the case of Liver King, this guy, so basically advocating all that, and there came out a documentary exposing them, and, and in the documentary there was a, a an email that was leaked from his doctor uh, with a list of all the steroids he's doing and all the non because his whole shtick was like, stick to bio, like, don't even cook your food because it was not supposed to be cooked. I'm like, dude, I'm pretty sure you're, and who is your ancestor? How far back are you going? Because I'm pretty sure they it, it have already figured fire out, you know, unless your ancestors were the fucking Neanderthals. Or, you know what I mean? Like, who are you compared? What the fuck are you talking about? Chimps or who? How far back? Fucking microorganisms? Lobsters? Jordan? Are you compared to... And they all have this shtick of like comparing us to ancient fucking bullshit and then drawing conclusions that they, this is what we are. Who the fuck knows what we are now anymore? You know what I mean? I was watching BBC uh, Planet Earth uh, 2 with David Attenborough and... Uh, there is the last episode because each episode is um, is about a different location. Like one is like deserts, mountains, whatever. It's a great series. You should watch it. It's amazing. I think every human on the planet should watch this and learn about the place. This is like intro to where you live, basically. Earth 101. Portals to Terra. Like, you know. That, that, that's, that's what they should have called planet. They should have called it Portals to Terra. That, that would be a better name for the show. But, you know, what I'm, but there, there was this episode which it was called Cities and it was about cities and it treated cities. It treated it like a, how it treats other episodes. Now I'm wiping my ass as I'm, as I'm talking about BBC Planet Earth. It treats it like it treats every episode. Now you gotta. Yeah. Um, and just treats cities as a natural environment, basically, which is what it is and which is what we've created, basically. Um, and there's these, um, these turtles that when they like sea turtles, turtles, turtle, turtle, whichever, no, turtle. And they, then the mama turtle comes and lays her eggs in la on land and then goes back in the water and the eggs will hatch at night. And when they hatch, they would find their way back to water and go to, towards, crawl towards the sea, go to the water and mama would greet them there. That's how nature worked for years. How did these motherfuckers find the water? Through the moonlight. So they were barely opening eyes and their brains after years of evolution knew that you should follow the light. So they followed the light 
and they reach um, the light basically and the light would wherever they were uh, the moon would always be uh, above the sea so if they just followed the moonlight they would you know and the reflection of the moon on the sea and and everything but now, because right next to the sea, which is the beach, and now it's like a beach, public beach where people go swim, there, is, there are cars and there is a, like a fucking highway or something. And there are street lights. So the turtles and the street lights are obviously fucking brighter. Uh, those stadium lights are brighter than um, moonlight. Like, and not like literally, but, you know, for, for, from the turtles angle from whoever's there from the you know um so they go towards the street lights and the cars run run them over um in the highway and they all die and the mom waits and the mom cries and the kids never come and the mom Ah, oh my god all right so uh what my point is that um nature's fucked up that's my point number one but number two is that um who is jordan peterson who is this guy to say we should live like our fucking neanderthals and who is jordan peterson to say to look at lobsters and draw conclusions on us because we're totally different things like the turtles the environment has changed and we've changed us and I never lived in the, the jungle or any of that. I lived in fucking Tehran. I, I lived in the fucking urban society, pollution, all that. Who knows who am I? When am I going to get cancer? Fucked up. It's fucked up. A day of living in Tehran is a day of sitting in Mike Tyson's uh, hotbox podcast room. It's full of secondhand smoke. But... You know what I mean? Is that um, I have headphones in my ears all the time. Like I don't even hear anything. If if we had ears that when predators come, we should be aware. No, I've locked the door. I'm here. I got podcasts in my ear. Listening to Kojima's podcast. It's a great podcast. Shout out to Brain Structure by Kojima. So we're different. And none of these bullshit makes sense. Like Jordan Peterson looks at lobsters. He says lobsters have a hierarchy. And without the hierarchy, whatever, when the lobster loses, is a loser, uh, then starts to have these traits and that. And therefore, uh, our society is the same. And therefore, we need hierarchy and competition to be healthy mentally. And therefore, uh, capitalism rules over uh, Whatever. And, and nobody even wants to go communist, you know. We just want a little bit more health care. But he's just like, I'm like, Jordan, listen, you're drawing conclusions. You're looking at zoology and or like bio marine biology at this point. Sea creatures that date back to fucking meso mesosonic age or whatever. And then you're bringing it into like fucking psychology analyzing it there and then drawing conclusions about economy do you understand how bullshit and pseudoscientific your bullshit is i mean liver king is a under this guy actually has some degrees and stuff so but liver king is just like just an influencer so he comes on andrew schultz's podcast flagrant 2 and suddenly goes yep these leaks are true i'm been doing steroids and shit ton of other stuff i'm basically a fraud and they had a lot of these idiots, they were looking, you know, actually looking forward to some truth 
We'll get to that too. And they were disappointed. They were like, oh my God, no, you don't tell me that. Because they, they went so far of like, oh my God, no, you have to turn off your Wi-Fi. You have to, uh, the, you know, unplug your Wi-Fi's at night because the radiation is bad for your brain and sleep quality and all the bullshit. And turns out the motherfuckers are on steroids. And I was like, yeah, like nobody, none of your primal ancestors look like you. Nobody was this jack. This is only steroid can do this. No, that nature doesn't provide. Have you ever seen like lion? You see lions. They are pretty much the same, like all of them. Some is a bit stronger, a bit like, but you don't see suddenly a lion that's like jack. Like you did that. That's not in nature. Your ancestors were like this, motherfucker. Look at the photos of like any illustration and image from fucking before steroids were a thing with like a renaissance actually who look like that <laughs> anyways you they just ate liver and got gouts all over and this guy's gonna get gout he's like his fucking veins are gonna get clogged and shit but he's like i'm a fraud and and fr- Schultz like, well, why? Why are you a fraud? What happened? He's like, well, basically, when I was a kid, I was bullied. I have a lot of, so you know, this podcast has a lot of sympathy for all I'm talking about. He's been bullied, had daddy issues, father never there, felt like he's not man enough, whatever. So he wanted to commit suicide at age 15. We, listen, we have a lot of sympathy for that. I'm not shitting on, listen, I, yeah, I, we do have sympathy for that, right? For anyone who's going through anything like that. But at the same time, there's a limit that you're being a fucking fraud and you're taking advantage of a bunch of other young men like you. The question is, why is it that all these young men are so fucking lost? Like, they don't have any... It is a difficult thing. Thank God I didn't go through it. My relationship with my dad is amazing. And I don't know if that's why I was how I was always, which is like... I don't give a fuck about whatever. Like, I put my legs over one another. I'm like, I, I'm i okay with my femininity because it's okay. Like, I have, I'm you know, I have masculinity and I do have some, some femininity and there's nothing wrong with that. I embrace it and I like all of me. But I feel like these guys are so obsessed with masculinity that they just want to become some cartoonist characteristic character that doesn't even exist. Nobody is that. You know what I mean? Like, anyways, these daddy issues. And uh, he basically says that he wants to kill himself. And he always had this, like, crave for masculinity and that he's not man enough. And then he starts working out excessively. Um, trying to fill that hole, basically. Um, okay, I'm going to clean my ass because I'm going to get, I'm going to go paralyzed right now. My legs are going numb. Uh, and then I'll resume. I'll be right back. Okay, my ass is clean. So he starts working out this liver king dude excessively because um because he he wants to fill the hole in his heart, the crave for whatever the fuck masculinity has been defined as. I mean, I don't even know what these words mean really, but they mean different things to everybody. What is masculine? Like to me, if you say what's masculinity, I would say um, a guy in a suit with a gun who is going after um, evil guys on an island and uh, has, you know, raw dogs fucking 
Russian spies and shit. But where does that come from? Is because my dad was obsessed with James Bond movies and and he played them and he he kind of like I don't know he liked James Bond so I picked that up as a but I never like I never wanted to be like James. I have never even watched the James Bond movie but the the soundtracks are amazing. I want to watch them actually. I'm just too lazy. I need to just sit down and watch all of them back to back. I want to do them justice. So, um, but I'm not like you know, they pick up whatever version of masculinity it is, and um, and they crave it. Um, and then they do you know he worked out so much that he fucked up his body, so he went on this crazy diet, steroids, whatever. But he doesn't tell that to people. He he pretends like you look at him and you you go like, oh yeah, well, this guy um this guy's gonna fucking he probably got his body because of that lifestyle, and um but he doesn't tell you the truth. You know what I mean? He doesn't talk about um the all the fucking steroids he did. Now same with Jordan Peterson. Like Jordan Peterson, who's telling people like make your bed and. Just like literally teaching men how to stop being miserable was the most miserable person ever addicted to whatever he was addicted to. Apparently, he's like a smokes a lot of marijuana and then but the marijuana wasn't a problem. Like he was like addicted to some pills or whatever because um, some prescription pills and he was comatized in a withdrawal like in the rehab and. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, uh, don't listen to these fucking idiots on YouTube. Um, anyway, this guy, but at least it was, a, it was a. I really like this was an interesting episode. This um, episode of Flagrant Andrew Schultz podcast with Liver King because it was good that for people to see that to for someone to come out there and bravo Liver King. You know what? I'm gonna applaud. I'm gonna put this bravo Liver King. Because I, I really admire that. I really admire that he he came there, he showed vulnerability, and he let people know that, hey, listen, this is how easy it is for me, for pe- the likes of me, other men with daddy issues, to manipulate you, and to create a cult. And like all cults, I've dealt with some. Uh, there's some that I can't talk about. There's Scientology that I can't talk about. And I don't know if I have talked about it on this podcast, but I've had some. I used to work for a language school, and uh, they were Scientologists, basically. But I'll tell that story another time. But what I'm trying to say is, with the cults, they always have this a couple of good things, very simple but very good things. But then they draw you in with the other bullshit. Like they go, like I don't know. Um, they always go like, well. Don't uh, don't steal and be be kind or be whatever or do this and you're like oh these are great values we want a united vo- world or whatever like the Mormons or whatever whatever and then you go in and then they all the weird abusive sexist misogyny whatever way it is cults small or big um there are some that are so big that are normalized you know what I mean that I don't want to talk about but. You know what I mean. Cults can also be countries, you know, like North Korea or like, I don't know, any dictatorship. 
USSR was one, Nazis were a cult. Um, what they do, what cults do, I hope this is being recorded. Let me check. Yeah, it is. Okay, good. Yeah, but what they all do is they have this good thing that lures you in with the other bullshit. Now, this guy has nine ancestral, I'm typing it, tenets. I'm going to look it up and I'm going to read it because when you first, when I first saw these from a, you know, from a distance, it looks okay, nice. But, but then you go in and you find all the madness. Um, I'm trying to find them, but there are more items here on Google. I'm going with the first result of Google. No, I don't want to open his own. Yeah, I'm going to deliverking.com. There they are. They're the nine tenets. Yeah. So sleep. Get enough sleep and shit. Okay. Good stuff. But, you know, if you really need some dude in a beard with a lot of, you know, mustache to tell you man up and and sleep. <laughs> I thought it's a normal function of body. You know, you just go, you just go fucking sleep, man. Like anything anyone had to tell you that you got to fucking sleep. Eat. Okay. Uh, do you really need a fake fucking Canadian doctor to tell you to fucking eat? Anyways, uh, move again. It's, it goes like eat, the eat part is eat natural and shit, but then it gets into like eat raw liver and culty shit. I'm like, I'm saying like staying at the surface, this look nice. Move, do move, do exercises, walk a lot. Our ancestors were made to walk. Whatever. I do that. I don't take public I either cycle or walk. Anyways. Connect. Connect was that. Oh, this is like connect with nature. It's like go out hiking. Get beautiful. I agree. But then it goes to the bullshit of like, you know, take off your shoes and walk on um, whatever. And then cold. Oh, this is where you get sketchy. Is expose yourself uh, to cold. Just go out there colding. In minus temperature, naked, um, unless like you were born in Siberia and your body is built for that genetically, uh, and you don't have fucking chronic bronchitis or something. <laughs> what if you're sinus issues? You can't go. You don't do that. Sun. This is amazing. Don't wear sunscreen every day. Go out in peak hours. Stay. You know, just cancer, skin cancer. Um, fight. Life is a challenge. You need a challenge. You need to. Yeah, I agree. Beautiful. Bond. Bond. Family. Love. Beautiful. You know what I'm where I'm going with this? By bond, it's not talking about James Bond, but bond like. But what I'm trying to say is liver guy, liver dude, liver man. Like, like it looks, it sounds like a liver-themed supervillain, like liver man, liver king, the liver king, oh, what, who's his nemesis, like, alcohol man, <laughs> the gout, liver king versus the gout, mm, I'll get you gout, it's like, I'll get you liver, but the liver, you know, liver king has self-healing self abilities, that's his main ability, he can 
to kill itself, which that was a medical joke. Get it? Because liver can repair itself. Anyway, anyways. Um, so liver dude exposed vulnerability. And then Schultz says, like, yeah, you now you notice, like, why you don't. But then I was thinking, okay, this liver guy did this. But why are so many people lost? And you know how dangerous it is? Like, all of them. Like, literally Kanye, when he met Trump. Do you remember? When Kanye met Trump, uh, he said that, what would he say? Listen, Hillary Clinton. I'm not saying Hillary, she's, a, like, the angel or anything. She's not, all right? She's a, go ask Yemeni kids at weddings their opinion about Hillary Clinton. But what I'm trying to say is, he went to Trump and he was saying, oh, you know why I didn't vote for Hillary? Because Hillary, she good and all, but she does not make me feel like I have a dad. He literally said that. And now so clear daddy issues here. And a cult following behind him. Like he shits on a fucking uh, sweater and sells it for 400. Uh, they buy it. You know what I mean? Now this guy goes out on Alex Jones podcast and says a bunch of shit like how he loves Hitler. <laughs> now they're So you know where I'm going with this? This daddy issue thing is very, very dangerous. I don't know what's the cure to it dr peterson says our society doesn't put enough value on family um i don't believe what is family listen family is uh, is community is a lot of people it's not just about toxic masculinity it's about uh, people taking care of each other so I don't think that's the problem here. I think the problem here is is the culture of um, toxic masculinity to begin with. You know, like, why do we even, like, go back to the bullying. If the bullying didn't happen, do you think this guy would ever grow up to be, because you know how I was, but maybe this is why I'm so, also another reason why I'm very comfortable with, like, you know, not showing ultra-masculinity. Because I was ridiculed, I was bullied and stuff for being the hairiest person at the time in, in our school because I hit puberty like before anyone else. And in the world. <laughs> I was the first guy to hit puberty. Guinness World Record. No, um, like it was the nose. I got a big nose. I'm hairy and I got darker skin and stuff like that. But um, so these are sometimes traits of like that are associated with mask. But we want to get away from it, actually. Um, so, 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 you know, I don't know. Do I have the opposite of their problem? Do I? <laughs> I don't know. Um, these, these thought portals ended up being too fucking, uh, too fucking cozy, you know? Letting go of because when there's a fucking camera, I feel some boundaries. At the moment, I, I'm not feeling any boundaries right now. I'm just talking to my fucking phone, and I don't know if it's good or not. But um, and it's also fun because I can just pause it and begin and pause it and begin and no editing needed. It'll just release that shit. Um, 
But my point with uh, daddy issues is then Trump literally comes out and says stuff like, because, you know, he's re- reviving coal mine industry. Now, does is it a great idea? Because our, we're just like literally running out of time on our planet. And uh, um, there won't be any, por- any Terra anymore to be any portal to it. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, Terra will be here. This is George Carlin bit. It's like save the earth. It's like the earth will be here. We won't be. Um, and then I will do the last portals to Terra episode and be like, Terra is here, but it's being terraformed, literally, and Terra terraform, and uh, and we're gone. We're gonna be gone. That's can that can happen. It's a very very possible possibility, probable possibility. Um, but, um, he doesn't understand that and he wants to revive the coal mine industry. And why? They ask him why? Because, you know, a lot of people are losing their jobs there. So they would vote for him because they don't want to lose their jobs. That's because the system's fucked because things change throughout time. There used to be jobs that we don't fucking need anymore. You know what I mean? There's no chimney sweeper anymore, you know? Like, remember back when we were kids in Mary Poppins? There were chimney sweepers. Because they needed, there were, chimney sweepers are a race of, you know, like high elves. They're a race of British people that um, sweep chimney. They existed, they're mythical creatures. They come, they're like, oh, I make chimney. We've got some chimney, mate. Chim, chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, chim. In Mary Poppins, they were there. And, uh... I mean, by the time of Mary Poppins, there were like three of them left in the world or something. It's like Game of Thrones, like dragons. There's like the last of their kinds. Um, There is one left. Uh, It's in San Diego Zoo. (laughs) The last last chimney sweeper is in in San Diego Zoo and and, uh, they're going extinct. But, you know, some jobs don't exist anymore is my point. And and so, what do you do when those jobs go, you know, then people lose their jobs? Well, you have machines doing the same job. Like, let's say I'm a boss, right, of a business. And I, I make uh, $100 selling shoes, right? And I have shoemakers, Schumacher. Okay, I have Schumacher. Schumacher, uh, I have Ein, I have Strei Schumacher. I have two shoemakers, and each of them, uh, how much do they get? $25 salary I give to this shoemaker, to that shoemaker, and this is $50, right? And there's $50 of profit for me, and because I'm the owner of the business, and I provide it. Let's say there's also $25 maintenance, so $75 cost, $25 profit for me. But now, there is no... Um, I paid one cost at once and bought robots, robot Schumachers. You know, they're like robot Germans, German robots, basically. They bought German, German, German robots. Um, and <laughs> uh, and uh, they make it for free forever. You just need to pay like $30, $25 for maintenance of, of the robots per month. So now $25 maintenance of the store, $25 here for the robots, it's $50. Back there, you, you used to pay $75 for, 
for the whole thing. And soon everything will be robotic. So you're paying less. Now this this money there is is now there's some money that you instead of taking twenty five dollar you're putting fifty dollars in your pocket now because you got robots. That's not good. So you should be taxed more. So that twenty five dollar would be taken out of your pockets and it would be given to those fucking real human Schumachers. And or also government training. So then the Schumachers can now learn how to code writer. They become code writer instead of Schumacher. So they can write code and do some some that now we do. I don't know. I mean I'm like listen, I don't know what I'm what I am. Any any anything I have a degree for can now already be done by a computer. But anything anyone has a degree for, except for like surgery, not yet. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So everything's been buying this money. You got to give it back, but they're not giving it back. What are they doing with the money? Funding wars and shit. Anyways, that's that was previous. That's on our episode. Look forward to it. Uh, <laughs> but. Trump doesn't understand that. So now you extend the coal mine industry with your protectionist policies of, you know, an infant industry protection policy, which was like Alexander Hamilton at the time, like came up with it. It was like, mm, we got to protect. But what industry? What if that industry is going to go to crap? Or if you keep using it, if that industry continues five more years, we're going to all die. We're already all dying. Uh, and the iceberg is melting, and then viruses really Armageddon, end of the world. Oh, beautiful! Uh, there's a Chris Cornell song, preaching till it's just the end of the world. So good. Um, it's very dramatic. But um, yeah. So doesn't get that this motherfucker. It is causing the end of the world. And they ask him why. This is true. You can Google it. They asked him why. Is it so important for you to just put put your penis in everything related to and bring back the fucking coal industry and protect the coal industry like that? He says, because, well, when I was a child, I remember my dad used to tell me, America is coal. And my dad really liked the coal industry. And the coal, when I look at the coal, I remember the America of my dad. And my dad, do you get I'm like, fucking hell. You're causing the end of the world. Because coal industry reminds you of your dad. Do you understand the magnitude of that? Of how important it is. If that, if you who are listening to this portal to Terra, alien or human or whatever race around this galaxy, if you feel like you have some issues, daddy, mommy, love haven't been loved by a parent as a kid, as a child, or been bullied, or have any issues. You can do a lot of things. You can work out and go to therapy and get your life together and not become assholes to mislead people and create cults. Or you can, there are other options. 
um you can become alcoholic and stuff you can do <laughs> you can destroy yourself like that that is an option um you can do a lot of things ultimately i would say choose the one where you're being nice to people and you go to therapy and you work on yourself and they're being nice to you and everything's fine life becomes beautiful for everybody and you're not the first offender who attacks so then there will no one will attack back and world peace no putin no assholes like that none of that happens that's one option but another option is that uh, because you know why why it becomes dangerous because people like kanye people like trump with that cult following can you just tweet you just give some signals and there's an insurrection at the capitol building trying to topple democracy um the capitol building in itself and white house and shit they all look like what like uh they all look like greek buildings you know why because because it was um because democracy was created by the greeks so when they built those buildings it was a it was like a um, symbol of the greece the democracy being a torch passed from greece to i don't know where i heard this anyways but all around the world democracy is dying a rise of just straight out fascism you know and um and different forms of it you know extreme religious this religion that religion this color that color this different versions of it everywhere from europe to india to china to russia cults different versions of it celebrity cults kanye uh says stuff then a bunch of other nazis come out and I'm actually very concerned with that. Like, why is my like my when Milo Yiannopoulos comes comes out of the fucking uh, nowhere? Where has he been? What under what rock has he been hiding? I we don't know. Suddenly he's back, and and this other guy who was he? Nick Fortuna. I don't I didn't know who that is. Nick Fortuna, whatever. And then uh, Kanye and Alex Jones and the gang because they were kind of gone for a while. For God, but for good sake. But suddenly, it's very scary everywhere. Everywhere, it's scary. And and could it be that all of it is because, because as far as I can see, whether it's Alex Jones, Milo, Putin, or any of them, you clearly see they were in love by their dad or mom or whoever. But is that what it is? Um. What is that? Uh, there is a Philip Larkin poem. It goes, uh, they fuck you up, your mom and dad. They may not mean to, but they do. They fill you up with the faults they had and add some extra just for you. But they were fucked up in their turn by fools in old style hats and coats who half the time were soppy cerns and half at one another's throat. Man hands misery down to man, it deepens like a coastal shelf. Get out as early as you can and don't have any kids yourself. Is what I'm saying. You know, there shouldn't be, if there is a Schumacher and then becomes digital Schumacher, 
It shouldn't roaming become digital roaming? Hmm? You know what they say? Ooh, baby, do you know that's what? Ooh, baby. What does it say? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. They say in heaven, love and then will make heaven a place on earth. And this is a Black Mirror reference. San Junipero, motherfucker. Why can't we all be that, be immortalized in the cloud, uploaded forever, Romy? Cheers. No fucking system to fail, no liver to get gouts, no too long to dysfunction. Hmm. Digital ROM. I'm drinking Pepsi, by the way. It's a lime Pepsi. It's amazing. Pepsi is by far superior to fucking Coke. Mm, by Coke, I mean Coca-Cola. I know if I know if it can beat. <laughs> Anyways, um, I've I by the way I've never never I've never done Coke and I never will like Coke Coke. You know what I mean? I never will because um, it's fucked up. Like people that I've seen that do cocaine and have done cocaine and stuff, they're all fucked up. They're all real fucked up. <laughs> Not pleasant people to be around. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you haven't seen one, you should, you should, it's fun to, you know, hang out with one for an hour. It's the coolest comedy, but don't get too involved. You know what I mean? Just watch, observe them. But they get so irritating. They give you, after an hour, I get a panic attack. Just being around them. I'm like, I just gotta go. Like, uh, stay away from them. No, I stay away from Coke. Um, do Pepsi. <laughs> really, Pepsi is amazing. Um, don't like Pepsi uh, was like black Coke. They said, uh, and and well, it's better. Um, what am I saying? What was the issue with daddy's? Yes, daddy issues. You get my gist. I should have closed this. I think five minutes ago. I think I was done with the main point. I think I should have closed. It wouldn't it be beautiful if I closed when it went. If you are listening and have that and done. And then the theme and done. But no, I had to continue. Because I want to keep talking. But I don't know what to talk about. What else happened? Um, I'm going to close with this also. Um, Game Awards. Game Awards is good. Shout out to Jeff Nye. Jeff Neely. Keith Neely. Keith Neely. What is it? Whoever. You know what I'm talking about. The guy who 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 licks Kojima's butt from time to time, cleans Kojima's butt with his, with his tongue. He's like, oh, and now we have Hideo Kojima coming up with ideas. Let me let me see if I can loop his butt up so ideas can come out more easily. And he starts licking Kojima's butt, and Kojima's like, Yes, uh, I went to do voiceover over Kojima's voice, um, but I couldn't. But anyways... um. Game Awards is good because this Jeff guy, ever since COVID, back when we were like kids and shit, gaming had 
uh, ceremonies and stuff. There were E3 and there were all this different stuff and there were interesting people showed up. There were gaming journalism. There were gaming. There was a lot of real world stuff related to gaming. Even in Iran, like there were events sometimes and stuff. And when there was like a premiere of a game, you would find a lot of people would go to the same store and you could meet different people and go to the stores and browse stuff. And there was a whole ecosystem. And in turn, there was this place. There's this like one shopping mall uh called Paitach. There was Aladdin too. Uh, two, two of them called yeah, but there was one called Paitach and which means capital and it was really cool and you would go there and there was uh, all the digital stuff and but then there was like the uh, gaming ecosystem. We had gaming magazines uh, and then there were gaming events and there were like game fucking gaming clubs and gaming cafes where you would go play with each other, which I, I wasn't a big fan of those and they were like people would play like counter-strike and what was the other one like mad max or whatever anyways or D doom was it well i don't know uh, but they would play these games and uh i was more of a like at the time i was more like playing a, like neighbor from hell and worms and sims and shit i never played counter-strike really i did back because just like it's out of competition aspect of it because other people i was like i really want to beat beat this kid <laughs> But I can, but I, I can maybe defeat him in counter, and and I did, and I got good, and it wasn't even my game, but I beat them, and uh, it was good. Um, but anyways, there was I missed that, and then COVID happened, and there was none of it. It just became every like I don't know three months each of these like not even like Sony and Microsoft and stuff like even like Bethesda has their own fucking. Fucking Tetsuya Nomura has his own like street. What, what is it like? Keynote or whatever, like Apple. Like it's just like some weird online, a bunch of trailers and some guy giving just nothing interesting. But Game Awards, there's red carpet, there's shiny, fancy stuff. People dress up, celebrities go. Fucking Robert De Niro was there. Uh, Daniel Craig and whoever Kojima goes there, find some new celebrities and Norman Reedus's and stuff. Say fuck you to Konami. <laughs> yeah, um, Konami has no place in Game Awards. Um, it's a great, it's a great event, you know. In the end, I think with the musical performances and stuff, I, I haven't. I'm being honest, I haven't watched the whole thing. I saw the, like the highlights and the reels and stuff. I'm, I'm gonna, um, but I haven't even. This is funny. I haven't even seen the Death Stranding trailer. I've seen the footage. I skipped it. I was just skipping through the show and I skipped Death Stranding part because um, I wanted. I want to see it now. I was like, I was not in a good mood for days, and I wanted to be in a good mood when I'm seeing the Death Stranding stuff. Um, and shout out to Kojima. I was listening to his podcast. It's so fucking good. Um, this man has been just has been so great for so long. It's just, it's just amazing and so inspiring. And I'm really excited for uh, the future of gaming because I think gaming went through a couple of shitty years, not just COVID. Before COVID, even like five, not a couple, five, six. Shitty, shitty couple of when was the last time that gaming industry was like? I remember during the PS3 era, there was an era of like Assassin's Creed, Bioshock, Metal Gear Solid 4, like a bunch of games that came out 
right back to back and it was just so glorious um and then there was um then towards the ends of ps3 it started to die ps4 never really took off I, i'm thinking hmm what was there with ps4 really that was just like it was the era of rpgs just maps getting bigger and bigger like the witcher but nothing that that really impressed me like i sure there were games that impressed me don't get me wrong like god of war obviously a lot of games like the last of us one and two and all of them i mean the last of us i still count as a as a ps3 game and it was a it was a like transition generation um but I don't really think that there was anything really that exciting in gaming. But now we're getting into it again. I feel like with with the next era, with this year, especially God of War 2, um, Elden Rings. Um, what else do we have? So many stuff. This, like, I'm not a listen. I'm sick of Todd Howard's shit at this point. I'm sick of Todd Howard's shit. And, uh, but this uh, star, what is it? Space Skyrim. Space Skyrim looks nice. Um... I never got that deep into Skyrim because I knew it would bother my OCD. But this space, but I'm like, but this is space Skyrim. This is Terra Portal space fucking Skyrim thing. And I might. Um, been playing Stardew Valley again. So that's that's a better chess and Stardew Valley right now. But um, that's nice. Um, I think there are a lot of games that are being very creative and they're they stop going like okay it's not just about how open the open world is and uh by the way about starfield i'm gonna tell you it's gonna be boring as fuck i'm sure these guys can't do proper maps and the maps are gonna have nothing it's gonna be wasteland um and you can't even it's not like no man's sky where you can just like go full like land on the planet directly it's like there it's not connected you have to choose the planet and you can like direct land anything, uh, anywhere. It's like kind of like Kingdom Hearts's gummy ship uh, mechanism. Um, I feel like this should have been two different episodes. Now I'm just talking about gaming, um, but this is what you get when you stick for too long. Um, here, I think that was it. I'm gonna wrap this up. This has been Portals to Terror. Um, I'm getting sleepy, actually. Prepare. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I just said prepare your brains to get fucked.